0: hello and welcome to episode 10 of the stress sessions this week i'm speaking to a very good friend paul vickers who i've known for over 10 years he's the presenter and dj of mkfm the local radio station for milton Keynes. so let's get straight into it and this is episode 10 How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. This is going to be this fun. This is going to be fun. So, I'm here with a really good friend, Paul Vickers, who I've known for I don't know how long, probably about 10 years now. Yeah, or something geez. Like that. it's been a long time.
1: It's been a long time.
0: And it's felt long. I don't, I don't know how we met. It was probably through Tara, wasn't it? Yeah. But I don't know how. It's through, ah, through, I, we're not allowed to say names on this. So, it's through one of Tara's friends' brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> brothers? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, ma- ma- ma. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's probably how we met, and yeah, we haven't, we haven't really caught up properly in a while, have we? So this this should be oh, like quite a good little chat. I think. It's gonna be, it's gonna be so long. So, so, <laughs> it's gonna be so
1: fucking long. I've done something to my net just before we started recording. I don't know what it is. I
0: have broken it. This, so this like this is actually a milestone in the stress sessions because. This is the first episode that's been recorded outside of my house, <laughs> which is mental, and it's a we're in a studio, we're wow. in an actual studio, Yes, we're, we're not using the studio equipment, we're no. using, we're using my, my, my usual recording device. Yeah, you've come, but, in,
1: come in for my
0: show, and then straight after we're back on straight to yours. <laughs> yeah, so uh, like for, for a little bit of background, basically, I've just been on Paul's show on MKFM, and I've just yeah, it's it's it was a good bit of fun, wasn't it? So we I yeah. just talked about the stress sessions, what what I've done with it, so the last guest I had was Carlos Arba and just what's coming up. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's it was interesting. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity, mate. No worries.
1: Like I said, we're gonna do it every month. Yep. It's gonna be chill. We're gonna help people. That's <laughs> if, what we're gonna if, do. If, the
0: thing is, it's like I I I look back three months ago and I kind of think this is really cool that this has happened because, mm. like, off the back of doing, it, I don't know. It, it seems like a really silly little podcast at the start. I was a bit like, I'm just going to talk about. I'm. Got, I think I'm going red a little bit. But, <laughs> but I, like, I, I started to, like, basically. I started out by talking about just me, Yeah. and it's kind of developed into this. And I'm, like, I'm in. I'm in the MKFM studio now with you, mm. and. I don't think it come to this, it's, it's it's gone really well, and I'm really, really happy that I, I started it, it's been great. You're going to the stars, that's are um, you going. Ne- next year, like 2021 is going to be my year. <laughs> i probably said that at the start of this year, <laughs> <laughs> it's been bollocks. <laughs> how- no, if you don't, when you listen back to this, you're going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. How, so, like Speaking of that, how how's your year been so far? Because obviously everybody's been hit by covid Mm. and people have found it difficult i think everybody's found it difficult but more people found it difficult than others so how have you found it i found it
1: pretty difficult at the start because um it just flipped my world upside down like a lot of other people i'm assuming because obviously my job was being a dj Mm. not just on the radio but in the clubs that was my only income because i just thought i could never lose (laughs) I was onto a winner, I could do whatever I want, on my own bus. Then COVID came along, said no you're not, nature's involved, and then just, yeah, so I I wiped all my finances, had to sign on, and then, yeah, it was so weird, because you've gone to, obviously being a DJ, doing everything you love, and then everything's just taken away, not just your job, and your passion, but... Also, your friends, your network for, to support you kind of thing. We Because mm. at the start, we all had to be locked away, don't see anyone, you get your walk for an hour and a half or something
0: like that. Wasn't that it? was weird when it looking back at it. How weird was that, that we were only allowed out of our houses to go for an hour's worth of exercise? That seems crazy now. Yeah, it was mental. Like, it was only like, what, four months ago? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Boris is like, you must only go out for an hour's of exercise a day. It's exactly. it's like, fucking crazy. And now everyone's but...
1: moaning about a 10 o'clock curfew. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> It's, yeah, it's like, do you remember when we could only go out for an hour <laughs> it's, it's <mad>. like, imagine <laughs> telling your kids that well in my day we were only allowed to have our house for an hour <laughs> it's stupid the virus will get you <laughs> it's, it's, mad. It's, it's basically like the black death all over again it, was. it pretty, pretty much is isn't it
1: oh but, right it's mad yeah. but the thing is what made it more awkward was because I never knew anyone that it came in contact with mm. so I was kind of like then you all hear these conspiracy theories and stuff, and you kind of like can't be. This is way too much for a conspiracy. Like, come on! Like, we all like fun and games. We're all like aliens, I believe. I've watched so much ancient aliens at the weekend. I love conspiracies, and I love it for fun. But this is a bit, more, a bit more serious than
0: that. <laughs> it's affecting my lives. It's, yeah, like like I said, it it affects people in different ways, mm. and personally, it, it's it's been difficult for me because. I mean, I, I've, I've been very lucky that I've had a job throughout the course of COVID. Oh, but, show off, <laughs> but but the, the whole working from home thing is tough. It's really it's really hard con- from for someone that has never worked at home really before. Yeah, it's really hard to be productive and not get distracted and procrastinate because it, when you're in your own home, you can find any old shit to do, can't you? What was you the weirdest that? procrastination you did? I do not even know? Like, I was, <laughs> yeah, well, you do. The, the you fun, just don't want to admit So it. The, the funny, the funniest thing that I've, well, there's there's been two two things that have happened that've been really that have been a bit weird. Sarah, no,
1: close your ears.
0: No, no she was there. <laughs> like one of them was I was at. So we've got this um, hammock in our garden. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of like a double hammock. So it's like I got four. I love four those things. Yes, so it's oh like a double God. bed basically. And when it was at the start of lockdown and it was really nice weather, I was like, oh. It's, this is nice. It's really nice and sunny. I'm going to go and sit at the back of the garden in the sun in the hammock and work on my laptop. Sat in there, 10 minutes later, the hammock fucking collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the worst bit of it was, my next door neighbour, she's like, an old lady, she's she's about 70. Yeah. She was in her greenhouse right next to this hammock in the other garden and she just went, oh dear. <laughs> and, I just, and I was just like, I just completely pretended you not to... cocoon in yeah, this hammock. Like, I, was, I was like... Okay, I've just to got to pick up. up my mouse, laptop, definitely, it's horrible. And then the other one was, it was it was again while I was working, I was like, could I work in my lazy spa with my laptop? <laughs> 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 is, is, is that an option? And it, you know, you're just a bit like, you think of all these stupid ideas of stuff to like change your life up a little bit because you're stuck in your own house, it's really, really weird. Yeah. Um, I, I think that a lot of people's mental health would have been affected by COVID because obviously you're not seeing like you said you're not seeing your family you're not seeing your friends and suffer from this. a lot of
1: um avenues where you can just talk about things yeah where you kind yeah.
0: of i mean you can do it on
1: like the zoom thing but that wasn't that never really caught on that I I was a house party i didn't i've never used house, party. Didn't use house, <laughs> I didn't use house party every no. time i was on house party i swear i just smashed like three <laughs> bottles of wine
0: and just fell asleep like <laughs> worst house party ever <laughs> Yeah, we've we've seen. I use Zoom at work at a minute, and people still haven't grasped Zoom. Like people <laughs> still, it's it's like people have been using it for a solid six months, and they still don't know how to use it properly. Really? Yeah, it's mad. It's I was I was in a meeting, stone. It's like, can people hear me? Like am I on mute or like like people are like? Can you admit this person? Because it's, <laughs> it's really yeah. People still don't understand. I'm it.
1: pretty sure I didn't get a job because I didn't know how to work Zoom. <laughs> I'd never had it before, it was my first time I was using it and I'm pretty sure I missed out on getting a job because I was late to the interview because I was trying to work it out so stressful
0: it is, yeah but that's the
1: thing about like, that was most stress I've been in, just trying to download something and getting it to work for a certain time, I remember I hit my head on my, um, my desk and I just lost my temper for a massive split second with blackout rage and I put my hand through the drywall Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no.
0: Oh because of, because no. of Zoom? All because of Zoom. And it was all because of Zoom. Damn Zoom. <laughs> it's not a Neo song. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all yeah. Zoom. It but really was. How how was it for you being unemployed during lockdown? How how was that for you mentally? Like, did How did that affect you? Uh, at the start? Well, to be fair, I was kind of used to it
1: because all I did during the week was study obviously I wasn't studying during the summer because the the, the 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 term had closed so mm-hmm. um it was a, it sucked at the weekends when I was like this is where I should be doing something and now I can't so it was difficult trying to it was kind of like empty like there was a void and yeah. I, it was kind of like it sucked to have that void there because you know you can't do anything about it really but the only thing I was really doing to um help myself and combat any kind of like fatigue in my brain was that hour, that hour where I'd go for a walk. Not a lie, hour and a half, because ten thousand steps is quite a rule quite, breaker. Yeah, I'm such a rebel. <laughs> I need to get my ten thousand steps in. I'm calling the popo. Oh, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> do it on my time, Boris.
0: <laughs> I don't understand the hour thing. Oh, it's so weird. Oh, I'm, like, sorry for interrupting. It's just, <laughs> just, it's just like <laughs> thing just up again. It was just it, like. So, me, me and Tara used to try and. So, we tried it once. The, I think it's one of the first days it was like, right, you've got an hour of exercise. So, our was just walking so we can be asked anything else. We tried to walk to Morrison's in, I like in how Westcroft you, and back. you use the shops. Yeah. So, to, go get, to go and get our lunch. Oh, okay. And it, it took, I think it's like an hour and 20 minutes and was like, oh, I need to be back at work because they'll see that I'm off the phones and so that was the only time we tried that. But it's like, how ridiculous is that? But we were like, oh shit, we're 20 minutes over. Oh my God, we're outside. <laughs> it's,
1: it's like, what are we doing? We're getting fresh air. It's chaos.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's, it was so weird.
1: I'm not going to lie, I remember a time when, so I had like a good phase where I was going on walks by myself and no one no, no really was going on walks. But then the summer hit, And then everyone was out for a walk, Mm. and I was kind of, like, seeing people again was weird. It was really weird. I was kind of, like, proper social distancing. Then you see other people walking on a pathway. This pathway's not big enough for the both of us. Mm. So someone's going to have to walk in the grass and the mud.
0: And I was just like, it's going to be me, isn't it? Because I'm so anxious. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing, like, the whole social distancing thing, I found proper difficult, and it like, it's, again. It sounds like ridiculous, but there's there's been one time. I don't know. I don't know if you have had it, but I I was in. I think we were in Tesco doing a food shop, mm. and I was just I it, I was just a bit like I don't like this. I don't like wearing a mask. I feel suffocated. Yeah. I need to get out. And I was a bit like, I had to just go and stand outside and let Tara finish the food shop because I was I couldn't finish it. And you know, you just be like, the whole COVID thing has been really mentally draining. I think because. It, You've, it's put people through a roller coaster of emotions. It's not stress. Yeah, it is. It's, it's been a massive amount of stress. It's
1: brought up all kinds of trust issues with me and other people, which I really didn't need added to. <laughs> so when you saw about the shopping and stuff, what mm-hmm. really annoyed me? So you know, you had the one-way arrows. Yeah, hated yeah. it when someone come down the wrong way, and just every, because they forgot something. The of people did it. I was like, you've committed now. Just go all the way around. Like, don't come <laughs> back at me. Don't affect me. It was so annoying for me. I judge it's, them, I judge them hard.
0: Well it's it's kind of like...
1: If you were one of those people, I'd judge you. <laughs> go fuck yourselves.
0: <laughs> no, it's, 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 no, it's a bit like... So the way, at the very beginning, I was very strict to those arrows, because I thought, it's kind of a bit like, you wouldn't drive down a yeah. one-way road, would you? You wouldn't go back down a one-way road. I had to do that like... today. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said that. Don't say that. It was
1: blocked off. <laughs> there was all these lorries, and everyone else was doing it. <laughs> it's just like, uh-oh.
0: Commit. I suppose that's a good excuse.
1: I was not ready late to work. I didn't know what kind. Of, I was in a predicament, and I didn't know what I was to do with it. Sorry, continue.
0: <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I just compare the the arrows at the start to all my systems. Yeah, you can't go back once you've you've gone down the aisle. I just didn't understand. Yeah, just, just
1: go around. That's like just it's not hard to go around again.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I mean, like I said, making it even make wearing a mask makes me feel a bit anxious because.
1: It took me some time to
0: get used to. It's weird. I think it's really weird. But bringing it back to the mental health stuff, I like I said, it's been it's been massive in in lockdown. But I think it's taken a, it, it's to say, I think it's taken a global pandemic for people to actually start thinking about their mental health properly. Oh wow, yeah. And a lot of people that I know have never really struggled with men, their mental health issues, and it's kind of come to a head during lockdown. Which then leads, leads on to this podcast and the, the reason why I did it. And I think because people have been confined to their own little spaces and mm. they haven't been able to see people, they're then a little bit more open about they're speaking. About to look themselves in the mirror and realise who they really are. Yeah, it's literally like that. And I <laughs> I'm think, sad. <laughs>
1: but it is like that, isn't it, I think? I found it interesting to see how many people it was because when I was diagnosed with depression, like. How long was it? Four years ago, maybe. Mm. And it was a surprise for me, like you said, because you—I was one of these people who was blissfully unaware of being sad. I just thought it was kind of like you're a man. Did you just deal with it? Yeah, you might be sad, but you're also a man, so you can't be sad. <laughs> you yeah. can't mask yeah. it because you've got to
0: man up. I hate that saying. That's worse saying. It's. I don't think there is. I think it's one of those things that it's kind of, I don't know. I think because when you when you were growing up in, oh, I sound bloody old now, but like when when you, like I'm in I'm my 30s, I think you're pretty near 30 now. I'm 30. Are you 30 now? How dare you take my age? <laughs> I thought you was 29. I may look like a young whippersnapper. <laughs> but I think when we were growing up, when we were younger, it's kind of like,
1: Back in our day. Yeah.
0: It's, it, no, it's kind of. You're kind of told to just, oh, just get like get Get on with it it and carry on. And it's a bit like you're you're kind of like taught to store your feelings away a little bit, aren't you? Yeah. So for instance, we wouldn't be having this conversation five years ago. No way. Like we wouldn't have done it, would we? Sense of
1: vulnerability. People would prey on us. And
0: it's it's a bit like I think it's take like I said, it's taken a global pandemic for people to start going, look, we're still blokes, but we can talk about how i feeling, and if you're feeling shit, you're feeling shit.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it was a good thing for me to come across that. I mean, it was at the end of a breakup where my the ex girlfriend at the time, because obviously we just broken up, but um, she was like, "You need to see someone." And I'm just like, "Oh, that's what you just said in a breakup." She's just she's being bitter. Yeah. And then I actually did, and it was kind of like, "Oh, so did you get the checklist? Like yeah. I had like a checklist and I was yeah. like well this is a bit off us. <laughs> like this can't be a legitimate doctor thing yeah. yeah. so I did this checklist and she kind of like looks at me and I'm like uh oh she just gives me this eye and I'm like uh oh I'm in trouble <laughs> it's like but which one is it anxiety or depression I'm pretty sure I don't know which one it is, but um yeah she says oh you're quite seriously depressed oh, okay. and I'm yeah. like you got off a check sheet check sheet you know I'm like I'm an arsehole oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to question everything you've got to yeah. say Really? I mean, yeah, I'm sad, but whatever. Get on with it. Because obviously that was still the mentality I had. Yeah. Then I went on the medication. I can't remember which one it was. Oh, wow. I couldn't feel anything. Like, you've gone from just being sad and not being happy. We were being happy on a very rare occasion. Mm. And then these pills just take everything away. And I was kind of like, oh, shit. Now I don't feel nothing... Yeah. Which is kind of nice in a way, but also kind of a bit fucked up because when you want to feel good, you can't really feel good. And then, yeah. And then I was trying like, I remember at the time, I was on the verge of going into another relationship when I was on the drugs, medication, which was essentially medication the drugs. Weren't self-medicated. <laughs> These were all for the doctors, I swear. And um, yeah, and I was kind of like, by the time the new relationship started, I was kind of had enough the drugs or the medication sorry and, um... <laughs> <laughs> giving up giving up that crack <laughs> <laughs> from that crack away um, yeah because I was in a new relationship and I wanted to feel good and I wanted to feel like the good
0: because you, when you're in a new you, relationship you, you, you want to start afresh didn't you and you think oh I'm taking medication I don't I see where you come from because you kind of think, oh, new relationship, I don't need that medication because I'm going to be happy in this new relationship. Yeah,
1: or just to feel all the good things that come with a new relationship because that's like the the honeymoon phase, Mm -hmm. isn't it? The honeymoon period. So I did that. Honeymoon didn't last long because I went off the rails. (laughs) My brain just went crazy. I was like, crazy is probably a terrible term, but I just was so out of balance. Mm. Like, emotions were hitting me like waves and it was very, very difficult. Because even the slightest thing could just send me off. And I wouldn't realise wh- how far I'd gone until like a couple minutes after. And I'm like, and once I'd calmed down and back to reality, I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like, what just, where has this all come from? Like, I just really just rationalised things out, you know, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes down the line. And I'm like, geez bit of an overreaction Paul we should probably go and apologize but yeah so then like obviously that relationship didn't last long because of all that but yeah it was just it just obviously I didn't go back on them and because I didn't like the way I wasn't in control anymore so I kind of just just never went back to the the medication medication (laughs) (laughs) and and yeah I just got Got, uh, got two hands on the wheel of it instead of just one hand on the wheel, mm-hmm. just relying on someone else to kind of help me steer. It was a hard process because going from not thinking you have any issues to then realising you have a lot of issues and then trying to do with it on your own within like a space like a year and a half. It's mm, difficult. It was a bit much.
0: So how how did you go from realising that you've got a problem to then going on the medication and then thinking, oh, I'm kind of off, coming off this medication. What, what did you do to kind of compensate for the medication and get get a little bit better? Oh, so when I when
1: I, I think I was just kind of more mindful. Mm. I think that's the best way to describe it. So like I now listened to the, like so, you know, in, like when I had depression, I always had this thing. It's just like a negative voice inside my head, it's probably the best way to describe it. And always criticized, told me I was worthless. I used to, have, honestly, have this voice in my head just saying, kill yourself. Really? All the oh. time. Like, if I let my guard down, it would just come out of nowhere. I'm just like, it's kind of like having another person in my head. I was like, oh, cheers. All, yeah. right. all yeah. I've done is fucked up the parking. Like, chill out, Paul. It's really weird. Like, fucking, do you want to kill yourself? Like, all right, fucking, all right. Fucking get back in your box, you bastard. It was mm. awful. It's kind of like just dealing with that and actually dealing with it, not just listening to it and hearing it and realizing, oh yeah, that just happens in my head, that's just going to be there. Mm. But actually just thinking mindfully, like when it happens, think why have I gone to that extreme in my head and why is it coming out? Where is it stemming from? And basically, it just stems from the fact that I really just don't like how I am a lot of the time and I have a, my anxieties about how I act around people. and. I overthink everything, mm-hmm. so it's kind of just knowing where it's coming from, and then giving yourself giving yourself a break. Like, I'm not going to do things right all the time, nor should I. Like no one else does, or like that's just a crazy expectation
0: having in your life, especially when you're never hitting that expectation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly where you're coming from with that. Kudos to you because I've, I've again, it's like, I've, I've never spoken to any any anybody in my life hmm. that's openly said I've had suicide of hawks you're the first person ever face to face that said that because I've had them as well and it's horrible I, I still have them Like I still have them now yeah. like, I'm not I don't think that there's a cure for that I think that you. it's just something you've got to live with and that you, you can do stuff to help you you can do stuff to kind of I, I guess it, like the whole mindful thing, mindfulness thing is really really good because it helps you to kind of put stuff into perspective a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I think that's really brave of you to just. I mean, you've probably told other people about it. Oh yeah, it just always, always comes
1: out in about a bit. <laughs> no,
0: but, uh, do you know what I mean? Like I've, I think that like I've again I've never told anybody face to face that I've I've had suicidal thoughts. So I, I just think it's like amazing that this is happening it's just it's mad isn't it Thanks, man. It's, it's, it's been the
1: thing is I obviously had them mm. but they were the driving force for me doing everything that I've ever done in my life because running away from that thought was because I didn't think I was good enough so to prove myself I was good enough I obviously, I obviously you can timeline it back from when I started radio when I started hospital radio that was when I first started taking action and obviously when I started university it was another phase in it mm-hmm. and then the DJing was another phase in it it's just trying to take positive action and to make myself proud of myself Give me th- hit some achievements to make myself feel happy about being me like make myself proud of being me do you know what I mean because obviously I wasn't and I wasn't happy with what I was doing I wasn't happy with what I was doing so I had to do more like that isn't me just saying I've never done any of this or any of the things that I've done Purely because I want people's accolation and want people to be happy at me. It's for me just to run away from the fact yeah, that I'm yeah. fucking miserable in my head, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just yeah, these are the things really just kind of making life worth living for my in my way basically. So I did the radio, and then I did the uh, the OU, and I've obviously done the DJing. You could all stem this back to so at least
0: five years ago, and that's where it all really came from. So. You, you, you kind of speak about yourself going oh I, I, I'm not proud of myself blah blah mm. I think it's, it's difficult because I'd say that by you taking action and, and seeking that help and, and, and looking and sort of thinking oh there's not something quite right here that's a reason to be proud of yourself because I think that anybody that and it, it sounds ridiculous but anybody that breaks that stigma and gets help Because there is that stigma there. People are like, oh, I I can't get help because nobody's going to listen to me. People are going to think my problems are stupid. And it's like, people get help in different ways. They'll go and see a counsellor, they'll take medication, they'll meditate. There's there's loads of different stuff you can do. But I Mm. think initiating that help to begin with is something to be proud of.
1: Yeah, well, that was more of the ex-girlfriend bringing me awareness to it because I was completely oblivious to how I was I mean I know I went for fun. <laughs> like, not fun it, like <laughs> you,
0: you say that but since, ever since I've known you you're always a happy guy when you're on my stag do for instance you, I couldn't have picked a moment out of that whole stag do for the course of four days that you're unhappy that probably and you, he's killed me again on that stag do I had a mental breakdown on my own stag do. Oh wow! And like I wasn't even aware of this. When did you do that? So this was on the first day we got got to Berlin, yeah. and I I had too much to drink, and and you. Oh yeah, usually, I remember. Usually yeah. that stuff like that usually happens when I've had alcohol, and I know that alcohol is not good for me, but I like drinking alcohol, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop it. And it's your stag do, like. Yeah, but but that. For me, again I've never spoke about it, spoken about it to anybody before but I, I had that breakdown the first day and that sort of gave me a bit of a kick up the arse and I
1: didn't know it was a full breakdown I
0: thought you were yeah. just being like nah, drunk no, and just silly nah, I, I, I remember everything that happened and I think that if you remember everything that happened you weren't, you weren't completely out it was horrible um, but yeah, it's, yeah like, going back to like, I, I don't think that I would have been able to say, "Oh, you've got mental health problems," because you, you you don't notice it, do you? You don't until mm. somebody says to you, "You've got a mental health problem." You don't really clock it. You just think people, somebody's a little bit weird, or
1: yeah. I think also with mental health, we all live with it, so we're good at hiding it. Like we obviously mm. know people don't want to see. Obviously, we don't talk about it for the start. Or we didn't talk about it and that was for a reason because we knew it wasn't quite right Mm. and we're obviously not going to bring it out whenever we're having our friends and stuff (laughs) hey the voice in my head wants me (laughs) to kill myself alright Paul calm down (laughs) take take the beer away from him but no I mean I think we all get good at masking our insecurities and our the things that we don't want people to see I think we're good at Mm. masking those yeah But, um, but now what we're trying to now what we're getting used to is the fact that we can be open about them and we don't have to mask them anymore so now I can be fully embraced by who I am, miserable and happy.
0: <laughs> but that's, and that's the thing, you yeah, you don't have to be happy all the time, I, and that's that's something that this whole thing's taught me. Mm. You can be sad, but yeah. like you don't have to not be sad. You can be sad, you're just sad. Yeah, you just need to accept that. I, I just always think that ah, uh, what this per like, and again, it's like social media. You see somebody on social media, and you think. Oh, they're always doing good shit. They're always really, really happy. Blah blah. Oh, fuck's they're probably off. like having a nervous breakdown every night. Like, you That's just, what I think in my head. You don't know, do you? That's the thing.
1: It kind of annoys you about social media the way everyone just posts good things. And even like, <clears> I've been in relationships where like a shit argument has just fucking happened, and I'm livid, and I'm just like, and then we're having to do something and then they're like oh take a picture come on let's take a picture let's be all happy and I'm like I literally I'm wanted like let fucking end this like two minutes ago I'm not taking a fucking picture right now well, obviously you take a picture yeah and you look happy as daisies and everyone's like oh you had a really nice time at the seaside and I'm just like yeah the photo says that but really I hated it yeah. yeah so I think there are a lot of people like that or I like to think about it anyway but um, I don't think social media is good I think it's a bit poisonous I've actually tried to limit my time on social media for a while mm. I, had, I tried to I tried to get rid of it completely
0: oh I've done I've tried to do that I can't it's, do it it's so hard
1: yeah I just feel like it's a massive void in connection with people I think it's just good to have those timers on your phone mm-hmm. so I have like a social media sorry uh, allocation for time so oh, if okay. I reach over that and it's kind of like stops it and
0: reminds me hey you've reached the limit today does it just cut it off or did, do, does it just tell you I mean just...
1: you can shut it off like you can just ignore it but it comes up and just shuts it off comes up you've reached the limit <laughs> it like your parents you know when you're playing too much computer <laughs> yeah, yeah. games and you're a kid stop playing those computer games <laughs> <laughs> bedtime get your beds <laughs> that's what your
0: phone does to me now. <laughs> My phone. I feel like I need to do that because well, yeah it's, I I've, I've tried to do it in the past mm. And I don't see I only I only really use Instagram now. I don't use Facebook a lot. Yeah, I
1: just use Instagram now. Mm-hmm. I don't really use Facebook and I got myself blocked off Twitter. So <laughs> I got banned for calling Trump something. I can't remember what it was. Like maybe we were a dickhead <laughs> or I got we banned instantly. And he's like, "Oh, we've blocked your account. We're going to send your um, your activation to your other account." I was like, "I can't get into my other account." So I'm just like, "Oh, fuck it. Fuck Twitter." it's boring anyway like who cares well, I don't I, I
0: don't used to it. I don't think I've ever really used to ever I yeah.
1: just I, should, I don't know like, what's the I kind of like, I try and use it because of the mm. radio and the DJ like oh social media good, good form of promotion me, me. Yeah, I'm yeah. terrible at this like I'm so bad at self promotion how can you self promote when you don't like yourself <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: i I found, I found ways <laughs> quite a um, well, show me a Show step, me how to be an Instagram horse. Step, step number one: talk about mental health. <laughs> step two: create an Instagram account based on mental health. Number three: start a mental health podcast, <laughs> and then you can promote yourself. That's true. But yeah, guys. So I'm, I'm interested. To, so when going back to your mental health story, mm. what what kind of initiated your depression? So is there a thing that has happened in your past where you kind of think? This is what caused it because I I look back to when I was a teenager and I th- I I think that mine can mine basically stems back to my parents breaking up when I was when I was a teenager yeah um and basically like long story short I was I was walking on the road to to the cinema with my then girlfriend at the time um and I basically just had a I think it was a text from my mum going oh we my me and your dad are broken up. What the fuck? Or something like that. So I I, I just... I, and again, like, I was one of those people where I'd, I'd grown up in a... Like, my parents were always there growing up. Yeah. Like, my dad worked quite a lot, but they were always there. Um, and going from that to then, then breaking up and then literally that day my dad moved out.
1: Jeez.
0: It was really... I think that it stems back to... I, I mean, I, I don't know, but I always go back to that as like, that's what caused the... the the anxiety and depression or whatever, but I think that to to kind of be diagnosed with mental health mm. disorder or whatever you want to call it I don't know what the I don't know what the right word is, but there doesn't have to be a massive thing that happens so is there like something that's happened to you that you can kind of I think i
1: I grew up in a a bad environment mm. so like my parents split up, my dad was great had anger issues whatever couldn't but that's what men were like yeah, yeah. you get fucking spanked or so you get belted I don't know, my dad never belted me my mum did mum if you're listening and um <laughs> yeah you get hit as a kid or whatever mm-hmm. my dad was never really good at talking things through so if I ever had an issue or ever have a problem he's just not the guy you go to because he just can't help you in that mm-hmm. department he just doesn't if I'm upset or sad my dad's thing is to fix something. Oh uh, okay. So he'll look at my car and think, alright, I'm gonna fix this. Or I'm gonna look at his flat and I'm gonna fix this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. how my dad that's how my dad works. Because he just can't talk things through. He's no good at it. I don't understand, he's fucking sixty, like, there's no point in learning this shit now. Like he's fucking just leave him alone. He's retiring. like no, fuck it out. He's got his own problems. <laughs> and um yeah, but my uh, like growing up, I had a lot of drugs around me. I had lots of unsavory people cuz I had to grow up in really bad estates. So I grew up in obviously just the, the the ones the undesirable estates you could name around Milton
0: Keynes. I, mean, I went off like off place around Milton Keynes. Really? Not, from the first podcast, I'm, I'm like, not gonna I, join you by, <laughs> by, by, by accident. I got told off for it. <laughs> I got told <laughs> off. I was like, I'm not doing that again.
1: Yeah, no, I won't name names. But the undesirable destinations of mm. Milton Keynes, I'm sure you could feel, like think of them on your own. But yeah, and I was just surrounded by a lot of just unsavory people. I don't think they were really malicious, but it was just like the wrong attitudes, the mm. wrong kind of mentality. I knew people who would steal cars, sell, like just rob everything, rob people, steal, sell drugs. And yeah, and I grew up around that and it was basically my life, but I never really portrayed it as my life. I kind of like go home, that's my life, and then go to school and everyone's like, like what you're saying, like how. I only dreamed of having a family when I was growing up. Because everything that I remember is them being apart. I never remember them really being together. So I never really had that happy family thing. I only had them as separate families. One was like a really horrible one and one was a nice one. (laughs) I was like, yay! (laughs) But um, yeah, so it's kind of... I don't know if that stemmed from it, but it kind of just made the the tinge of life very bleak. I was just kind of like... Never really took school seriously because of that. I was just like, oh, well, I'm only going to end up on the streets or something. That's what I'm going to have to be doing. A very well-spoken one. Probably not going to do very well. <laughs> <laughs> do you want an eighth, mate? <laughs> Try and put it on. <laughs> Shut up, Paul. So I'm a posh boy. Oh, please, tell, please buy from me. Come on. very well-spoken drug dealer. Oh, I need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> eat this, bitch. Um... Come on. So, yeah, that was never really going to be a legitimate route. But I just hated school because I was never used to being told what to do. My parents never really, like... Well, they disciplined me by beating me. But they have to catch me first. I used to leg really out of the house or or just shout back. I just really... I don't know. I have never really had a form of discipline and just guidance in a solid sense. So maybe mm. that's also where it went wrong. But, you know, I can look back and blame a lot of things for why I am the way I am. But really, at the end of the day, what I like to believe now is you are in control of your own mind and your own fate. It's, it's hard. Like, when you're in it, it's shit. And if when you realise you're in it and you didn't realise, it's even shit. Because you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, something is wrong yeah. with me and I thought I was fine. So you're kind of like, you were living in ignorance for ages, which is never a nice thing. Well, ignorance is bliss after all. But um, <laughs> <laughs> So no, I... I mean, I can look back and name names and blame faces, but I don't think it's a very productive thing. I think it's a good thing to to be um, to be thoughtful of. I think you can you can piece you can use those pieces to make a picture of it, but it's how you interpret it and how you use it. I think is more of a key in progressing yourself and your own mental health.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's that's a really good way of looking at it I think. Oh that's such a
1: good metaphor, wasn't yeah. it? A piece of puzzle. Very I went outside of my I went outside of my own body when I said <laughs> it. I was like, Oh my god, am I saying this? This is brilliant.
0: I do I do think later, like, like again, like you might have a completely different opinion, but I think that when when you are diagnosed with a mental health problem, hmm. I don't think so you can you can do anything that you want to cure it, or Make it better, but I don't ever think it will go away. I don't. I, I think that once you've had depression or anxiety, what whatever, I mean, I, I it it's annoying because I I always come up with those two mental mental health problems because be they're good, the two yeah. that I know the most about because I've suffered with them. But there's a whole host of mental health problems that I know very very little about. So I've spoken about. Um, bulimia before yeah and, body just support for yeah I, I i don't know a lot about them but i think that they once once you've suffered with it it's very very hard to break that chain mm. and like i said you can do anything that you can to try and stop it But i do think it's always it's always there in your back in the back of your mind like just sort of lurking it's a thought process isn't it and mm. you've been using this
1: thought process for so long you've wired yourself to it yeah it's a habit like you wake up in the morning your thought your brain starts running and now you're in a habitual thing it's in a cycle and it's it's being more mindful that will stop that cycle so when like when i said when like bad things are coming my head i'd have to stop it right there just stop think about why that's just happened where it's come from and then trace it back and try and work it that way just try and like eat like find its root cause and then just fucking destroy it mm. either destroy it or be happy with it don't let it destroy you and just yeah. don't let it involve yeah, yeah. you anymore and i think what helped me quite a lot with my my thoughts my overthinking and stuff like that was actually meditating which i didn't mention about the whole lockdown things i started meditating as well as going for those oh, walks okay. yeah i found that very helpful to kind of like Compartmentalize. Com- com- how do you say it again? Compartmentalize. Thank you. And yeah. Um, yeah, my thoughts and how mm. to just be a bit more like structured and a bit more mindful. It was, it was, it was hard. Just stopping this thing. Yeah, it's so hard to meditate for ten minutes. I'm like,
0: oh, wow. See, I, yeah, I struggle. So you know, um it's like sharp poor try meditate. Which <laughs> 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 me and Tara have used that Headspace app a few times. Well, quite, yeah, quite a few times. But, like we and we. If we're in like a bad headspace, well, will ironic that's probably why they called it. Or, <laughs> just realize that. You fell straight into the marketing scheme. <laughs> but Sucker. I think it's it's really it's really difficult to get into it, I think, unless yeah. it's consistent. Yes. I think it's it's like you have to practice medication, don't you? You have to like actually sit there and try to do it. And I know because when I when I when I've done it in the past I've, I've kind of thought oh this will just this will be fine I'll just sit down I'll fall asleep in no time and the amount of times I fell asleep yeah. while I was meditating is
1: unreal really? I'm just because oh, you know how that. terrible I am for sleep I love my mm. sleep I'm like alright I'm going to meditate I'll just fall asleep I wake up like fucking minutes later dribbling on the floor I'm
0: like what happens what's going on I don't feel very relaxed <laughs> but yeah yeah I've you do I personally think that you have to act people say practice medication you do have to practice it because it is a oh. it's a skill meditating yeah, is a skill that's it it's skill. a skill it's a skill yeah shutting up that voice
1: in your, especially for me I can't say about yours you might have a quiet voice mine just doesn't shut the fuck up and um, to get that quiet and to think of and then to not think of anything is extremely hard because mm. I never realise how many things I actually do think about at a time so if you turn off the voice I'm getting pictures in my head I'm getting visuals and it's like no you get this soothing voice no free your mind blank space balloons in the sky floating away all your troubles <laughs> now I'm thinking of a balloon I'm like alright at least i think about what you can tell me to think about but I can't think about what I want to think about because yeah. they're obviously in the negative but it's just like yeah so my brain goes really crazy but it is a skill to learn how to shut it up but you mm-hmm. can do it because I did it and uh, I i do not meditate so much now that I'm back into a working routine, but I want to get back into it because it was really important for me. Because I often overthink things that have happened like a couple of days ago, where I think I did it wrong. So if I like there were, like a one incident where someone shouted at me for something I did, and like it happens all the time. It's <laughs> constantly getting shouted at. Yeah, but I meditate on it, so I'm fine. <laughs> Forgive myself. That's,
0: that's the voice <laughs> in the back end. They go, Paul, oh, no, no.
1: Stop doing these <laughs> terrible things, Paul. Then I meditate. Some whale noises. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah.
0: What? So what? When you meditate, then what do you meditate to? Is there? Is there like a set thing that you?
1: I have noisy this. At? Um, let me grab my phone. I've got an app. I can't remember what it's called. Because it, I've. I mean, this I've woman's I've voice only... is
0: so soothing; it's unreal. It's so great. I've I've only, I've literally only ever used Headspace. I've never tried anything else, and I think Taro's Mind Detox. Mind Detox. Okay, that's brilliant. I'll, I'll look it look. up because I think I've always thought that meditation is is kind of like a. It doesn't suit everybody. No, I don't think it but, does. But I I feel like with with medication, I medication medication. <laughs> you kept saying <laughs> no, that for so
1: long, and I've been too polite to interrupt. Have I? <laughs>
0: No, at least four times it. I'm going to have to edit it out <laughs> just see like, like a d- meditation d- <laughs> just <laughs> seriously a- <laughs> I've done it I've before I'll be like come uh, on my on. <laughs> words but like so I've actually uh, that's hilarious <laughs> but I've, I think with, with meditation and medication <laughs> you have to find what suits you yeah. and like I've been saying medication all this time but again change, change up so that it fits <laughs> I've I've changed my medication four times yeah. since I've been diagnosed with depression anxiety and again it's the same with meditation meditation <laughs> you, you have to find what works for you works for you I think yeah because yeah.
1: if you have like I don't know something like ADHD Mm. then that's going to be hard for you to meditate yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but then you might you still might need to kind of decommentalise decomp say it again Decomp. decommentalise no say it for me say de-com- it my sorry I
0: can't say it right now Decomp.
1: I've influenced you now we've ruined the whole thing Decomp. De- whatever sort out my thoughts <laughs> That's of your thoughts. but you have ADHD, you can't really meditate on it, because you no. can't stand still. Like, that's just that's not your fault. Like, mm. It's like a mental... Yeah, an illness or whatever. But, like... So you've got to find what works for you. Maybe, mm. like... I don't know. Like, football, exercise. Like, you said running yeah. is a good way of getting rid three your thoughts, so you don't have to just meditate. Didn't Bruce Lee say that he'd meditate while I was running in the morning?
0: This, see, this is. I think that's I didn't know that, but I think that's really interesting because I th- think that when I'm running, I and again, I've, I've always seen this as a negative. When I'm when I'm running, I don't feel like I'm running. Mm. I feel like I'm switched. So when I'm running, I, I completely switch off. So I I don't actually think about the running. I'm just. You're I don't know. I've got, You're just doing yeah, it.
1: Yeah. I just.
0: I just I, and just. get like I. I just sort of like you're in the sp- zone. Yeah, you, you see, so you're running at a constant pace, but you don't. It's really hard to explain because I've I've never really thought about it before. Because I've I've spoken about when I'm running and I'm actually thinking about it, I get adrenaline, so I burn my adrenaline off from yeah. um ang- from the anxiety through running, but. Most of the time I'm running, I don't think about it, and I feel like I'm sort of half asleep. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Sleep it, running. It's 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 kind of like that because I, I've said this, to Sarah, before that I will feel really really sleepy when I'm running, which is really weird because I'm doing exercise and feeling sleepy. Must be That's very strange. therapeutic. for It's you. really weird. But I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it I think it's a good so. thing. Obviously,
1: you're also getting the stresses and the anxieties out of your brain mm-hmm. to a point where you're relaxed. <laughs> yeah. But, but unfortunately, you can't relax too much because you're on a run and you're like halfway around this lake, so you got to keep
0: going. I'll be like, just after the marathon, I feel great now. <laughs> I feel amazing. <laughs> so relaxed. Might go for another run. He's with me. <laughs> Everyone else hates me. It is. I think again with with the coping mechanism thing, it's it's finding what fits you. Yeah,
1: I like I was saying earlier as well. It's just. So what I was doing to get away from my negative thoughts and stuff like that was by doing things that made me feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. So that's another coping mechanism: so doing the stuff that you feel great about. Like, so it's not just exercise and being mindful; it's also doing things that are good for you. I guess like food for the soul, or maybe yeah. something like yeah. that. That's like a cheesy way of putting it, but yeah, love a cheesy, ah, cheesy saying. I podcast. love some <laughs> cheesy soul stuff. But yeah, you got to kind of feed it all. Mm. There you go, people. Feed all three. <laughs> <It's> feed all...
0: <laughs> With Jesus. the cheesiness of Jesus. my sounding voice. MFMs. <laughs> <gender. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I totally agree. What, one thing I want to talk about was so you mentioned suicide. Yeah. Have. I don't know how to suicide put Suicide of thoughts. and never really get yeah. it anywhere near. So I, d- I don't know how to put, So have. Again, I've never spoken about this to. Anybody other than probably Tara. Mm. Or, uh, I don't know. I told Tara. Well, probably I've told Tara. So <laughs> if to not, me. you're gonna now. <laughs> yeah. but what have you when you've had suicide thoughts? Do you how what what's the thought process in your head? Because mine's like, and again, it's, it's, it's weird talking about it because I've never talked talked about it to anybody. Yeah. but mine's a bit like I'll I'll get to a point in my head where I'm a bit like. There's no there's no way that I can get back from this moment. It's kind of, it's. I don't know. It, it's 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 a time when I've pinned all hope on something happening, mm. or something's gone so wrong that I thought could be a really great thing. Yeah. And it just hasn't happened. Hasn't panned out. Yeah, and I've just been like, this is it. Like I don't I. I can't be asked to carry on because yeah. I really want. So for in, for instance, like again, it sounds really selfish, but I I've been I feel like I've been looking for the for the job that I want for for years, like years and years and years, and I've just never never got that opportunity, mm. and. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that job is, but I, I just, I don't, <laughs> that, I don't, I don't that that that's the difficult. thing I don't, yeah, I, I don't know what job I'm looking for for that to be what I want. But it's one of those things where you don't know until you get that opportunity that it's that. You're gonna yeah, pay. no, I totally but,
1: understand what you're saying because I've always envied people when they were kids. There's like, Oh, I've wanted to do this since I was a kid. Yeah. So I fucking yeah. show off, prick. But yeah. like, I've never known like you, I never knew what I wanted to do. Mm. I kind of just looked at myself, like when I was at these crossroads, and I was like, You're either gonna be miserable the rest of your life and probably do some harm, mm. or you can actually make some progress. And I was like thinking, Okay, if we're gonna go the progress route, well, what do you actually like? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. music I listened to the radio every day. Like, BBC Six Music was, like, my everyday thing. Sean Keevney and Lauren Laverne, like, my heroes. And, um, so then I just did that. I did the radio, did the DJing from then. Obviously did some music critiquing. Really just surrounding myself with music and art, which is what I wanted to do.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think, mean, yeah, you just gotta fucking throw but, shit at the wall and see what sticks, I think. Because, yeah. like, my my worst moments, I think, have come when I've done something really stupid. Yeah. Or something something not that bad has happened to me. So, like,. just over exaggerated. Yeah, yeah, so, like, mine's been like, again, going back to the whole job thing, I've, I've been like, I've applied for so many jobs like this, and I've been to so many interviews and I've had so many rejections. Yeah. I've got to that point where I've been like what's the fucking point? Like what is the point? And Hmm. you need to have a job to live I'm not getting that job how am I going to live? Yeah. What's the point in living? Like and that's that's been my thought process before which which sounds really drastic talking about it like that but that's been one of my things where I've been a bit like what is the fucking point? And I've one again it's been quite recent I've I've been driving and I've just thought, why don't I just fucking crash a car? Yeah. And like, it's, yeah. it's horrible talking about it like that, but... I yeah. used to do that a lot. Yeah.
1: I used to do like random things at the time, so it's like a knife, like, just cut yourself, yeah. or like, I used to work with a lot of machinery and I was like, I just shove my arm in. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know what it is like, it's not like I'm looking to feel something, it's not as if I'm looking for attention, it's just kind of just, like, I feel worthless. Mm. And like, what's the difference if I did fuck this up? Like, what would then be? But obviously, it sounds so dumb because it'd be so much worse. Yeah. Like, If I fucking shove my arm in a machine and cut it off, life is be so much worse without that arm. Like, mm. I'm blessed to have two arms, and that's the way you'll kind of throw it. But I totally get you. Did the same thing. It was like, every day I went to work and I was like, "This isn't the job I want." I had a job. and I was like, "I don't want to do this." And then, what do I want to do? And I was like, well, this is fucked. Like, what sort of fucking routine is this? And then I started reading a lot, and I was like, oh, if we all lived fucking the way humans were supposed to live in such a nice, harmonious world, we'd all be happy, and I wouldn't have to do this shit anymore. Or, do you know what I mean? It's just kind of like being bitter at the world and bitter at everything else, and just like, I'm having to conform to this kind of, this way of life that I haven't chosen, nor did I ask for, but I have to do it because this is what we do and this is how we live and this yeah. is how we make money. Yeah. And you kind of now just need to figure it out. Which I felt was kind of just like when I was like first in it, I was kind of like, oh, this is a bit shit. I don't even like any of it. And why not just not do it? You know, then did you bail out and just fucking off yourself or something? Yeah. But yeah, it's, I, yeah, I agree. It was the same shit. But it's, it's, obviously like you're right massive over exaggeration yeah it like, is and it,
0: a lot of the time it is it's you you get into that thought process where you think like what's the what is the point like I, I, I understand the, it but
1: so like mine wasn't so much when I did something when I failed at anything because I never believed in myself anyway so if, if I succeeded it was more of a shock to me i was like oh fuck I did it <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'd oh, love to be like <laughs> I was more like that but it's kind of like no because it's not good because it's kind of like I feel like if you're more like that you're more you've given up more than probably what you have yeah, because yeah. you're giving yourself a hard time for failing whereas my like my bar was so low that failing was the norm so it's kind of like kind of like Eeyore remember Eeyore was always miserable <laughs> and it's like oh I'm never gonna be doing this because I'm so trash
0: like basically I, that's how I went through life seen, have you seen a new film? no been, oh that's amazing isn't oh. it? What, is, is it a, what's, it, what's it got Um, Christopher Robinville yeah it's so good I can relate to it so much <laughs> like, seriously like, <laughs> we watch it because it's, it's based on mental health isn't it I don't know Winnie the, the Pooh is based on mental health the whole like that makes so much every, more sense every, every character is based on a different mental health disorder
1: I didn't know that yeah Look well up, that, it's,
0: makes, it's really that, that makes so really much good. more sense is Pig, what's Piglet um social anxiety I think he's always bouncing around oh it's Tigger Tigger, sorry Tigger is um, Oh yeah Piglet would be so funny like, Is it bi- always... bipolar? I don't know Maybe I don't know I can't remember that But it's, it's like I watched it and I was like This has been done really well this is like, yeah. this is like, Was it like
1: a realisation Like when you watched A magic yeah. roundabout And realised they're all, all Tripping on acid or something I can't, just remember. Like, I can't remember Oh my before. god <laughs> Apparently the magic roundabout Is just a massive drug trip So It's <laughs> like Oh Even um, Oh what was it What's that Elephant Dumbo Dumbo? Right, there's a scene in Dumbo where they have elephants, pink elephants. Mm. That is a callback to when scientists were um, testing acid, and they gave so much acid to an elephant they killed it.
0: Really? Mm. So that's where it comes back as a callback from when scientists mm. use it as acid. So thanks for coming on, Paul, and give me your precious time, because... You've been busy filming, filming, filming. Let's start it again. Ah, oh, I'm sorry, just start.
1: a star, start Filming. I did actually film a KFC ad. So, did uh, you? Yeah. What? A couple of them like a month ago.
0: A KFC ad.
1: Yeah, I don't know what ever happened to it. What? <laughs> a month ago. Yeah, it was like start maybe like a bit longer than a month ago. What was it? What month are we? October. Yeah. Uh, maybe like August, yeah or July. What, what
0: was what? Tell me, I want to hear
1: more about the. Oh, Absolutely, least... before we wrap up. Maybe we shouldn't just cut it now. We keep it all. Keep it all in canon. <laughs> um, yeah, it was weird. So I went. I went for this th- job. Like when I was looking for a job, so like I saw this advert thing. It was like, oh, this is like an advert. It's like conspiracy theories. Remember, I was telling earlier about mm. how I love a conspiracy yeah. theory. And um, so this one came up. It was like, oh, prove the universe is infinite. And I was like, I need the money. Click. I'm going to try this. And I just wrote to them, sent my CV. Sent, so, like, the, like, brief thing of how I would prove how the universe is. So, basically, my thing was, what I had to talk about was the universe is infinite. Mm. That's how I had to, like, explain mm. it, and that's why I looked like, the multiverse or whatever. So, so like,
0: what, what did conspiracy theories have to do with KFC? So,
1: I think they're trying to spin it, It's like, you know the, the the spices that go into the KFC, mm. like, chicken skin? <laughs> how <they> cook it? <laughs> yeah. The five spices, the seasoning or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking <it>, though. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't know what the five things but no one knows what they are they're a secret apparently like Ooh. secret ingredients so I think that's how I'm spinning it there's like um, conspiracy theories over the ingredients and then they did spin it onto real conspiracy mm, okay. theories it was really weird but I won my argument and that was another take home I was happy about like straight away after we would well, after we've cut the guy was like yeah I actually believe your theory and I was like what? and being the presenter I was just like really? just <laughs> fucking doing all that and half of these people who are on these adverts were fucking actors really yeah th- this guy's in fucking Emmerdale or something that's a cop I'm like eh what fucking cheaty bastards they are and apparently another woman was like an actor and like I'm not even sure they we I'm not even sure any even them believed in conspiracies <laughs> they were all just there for the money it's all a conspiracy it wasn't <laughs> all a conspiracy <laughs> fuckers I started thinking is this a joke on me because I didn't believe in anything That's I needed nice. the money as well but I want an actor <laughs> I, want, I,
0: want, I want to know when it comes out <laughs> it's oh. not out now because I want to see it
1: no yeah. I've not seen it, it might, I don't know if, I don't think it's on the YouTube channel I'll go in tonight and I'll look on the KFC website <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe there would be a website
0: for well, see, are you, are you are you actually in it yeah like,
1: I would be in well, it as in like
0: not just your hand shaking the thing no,
1: because it's, like it's like a
0: YouTube thing, I think. Uh, so it's like, okay.
1: we have a conversation, we have to answer questions. So it's kind of like, this presenter's in the middle, yeah go in a bucket of KSC, so and see, come out have a question. And then we'd have to answer it.
0: That's how we have to do it. So, thank you so much for coming on. It's been it's been a really good chat, hasn't it? I feel like we've covered a lot of different topics. The fact
1: that we're finishing it laughing, I think, is a good
0: sign. Yeah, that is a sign <laughs> of a good, that's a sign of a good podcast. Yeah. thank you for coming on and thank you for being the 10th guest thank you so much that's, that's amazing and yeah make sure you listen to MKFM on which days? oh Monday and Thursday 10 till midnight
1: you'll see and hear you won't see me but you can think about my how I'd look
0: for how the if you, was, if you, if you <laughs> want to see Paul go on to KFC's YouTube channel and <laughs> <laughs> you might see him <laughs> fuck's sake maybe doing the shit laugh as well it was terrible <laughs> but yeah thank you for coming on it's been a pleasure thank and you so much hopefully you'll come on again in the near future 100%
1: I'll go on I'll come on in the 100th show Paul, will do anything for money I'll do anything for money <laughs> thanks mate <laughs> am I getting paid for this <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no that's brilliant.
0: Thank you for listening to episode 10 of the stress sessions. I'm sad to announce that this is the last one of the series and I'm going to take a short break until the new year. But rest assured, the stress sessions will be back in January 2021. Thank you for your ongoing support and continue to like, subscribe, download, and share in any of his stories. I'm really, really keen to get some new stories, learn some new stuff in a new series. So make sure you contact me on the at Stress Sessions Instagram account or by email on stresssessions at gmail.com. Thank you for your ongoing support and yeah, catch up in the new year.